from Red Bull. This is Beyond the Ordinary. Hello, my name's Nick Bright, and on this episode of Beyond the Ordinary, we have an amazing article from the Red Bulletin. It tells the story of Sergio Cosma, a diminutive Portuguese jet skier who locates and rescues surfers in his hometown of Nazaré. The thing that makes this article remarkable, however, is that Nazaré just so happens to be the epicentre of global big wave surfing. It's where the maddest surfers come to break big wave records, surfing 10-storey high walls of water that roll in from the Atlantic. Sergio is tasked with locating and rescuing fallen surfers with a sled attached to his jet ski and only has between 10 to 15 seconds to get the job done before the next wave arrives. Andreas Rottenschlager went to meet him. It's a cool morning in late December, and Sergio Cosma is standing at his bedroom window, lost in thought. Sipping an espresso, he's staring out at this spot in the ocean where he almost died in 2017. Cosma's house is on a cliff overlooking the sandy, ochre-colored beach of Nazare a small resort 120 kilometers north of Lisbon, where a spectacular force of nature plays out each year. This is where, from October to March, some of the largest waves in the world surge out of the Atlantic, dark gray giants up to 30 meters tall and weighing thousands of tons. They attain such enormous heights because of the 230-kilometer underwater canyon that points straight at Nazare like an arrow. Waves accelerate in the trench, which becomes shallower just before the shore, and then leap over its flat end as if taking off from a ski jump. This is Cosma's workplace, the place where he almost died. Cosma has narrow shoulders and weighs 60 kilograms in a dripping wetsuit. The Portuguese is one of the most experienced jet ski operators at the world's biggest big wave location. It's his job to look out for the handful of elite athletes who ride the waves off Nazare in the winter months. As waves this size can't be paddled out to with brawn alone, Big wave surfers are taken out to these walls of water by jet ski operators such as Cosma. Serving as a taxi service is the first job of an operator. The second is a lot riskier. If a surfer comes off their board, the jet ski pilot has to find them in several thousand square meters of turbulent sea, retrieve them with the rescue sled that's attached to the back of the vehicle, and get them out of the danger zone as quickly as possible. Failure means both will be buried by the oncoming wave. The time between two waves in Nazare 
is 10 to 15 seconds. If the surfer doesn't return to the surface straight after he comes off his board, the rescue window becomes even smaller. The operators only have fractions of a second to come to a vitally important decision. Will they make it to the surfer before the next wave hits? Or should they turn back and watch it roll over him before trying again at the next opportunity? That's the challenge the job presents, keeping a cool head so that others survive. Cosmos Day begins in Nazare's old fishing harbor, in a garage that looks like a mixture of a second-hand surf shop and a bachelor pad. There are sodden wetsuits, half-eaten packets of crisps, and a shower drips in the corner of a wet room. He has rented three garages like this to maintain his five jet skis. When we visit, he's bent over the battery of a bilious green Yamaha VX, a machine that has a top speed of 100 kilometers per hour, weighs 300 kilograms, and generates 110 horsepower. Not nearly powerful enough, he says. Out on the water, you need 200 horsepower or more. The Nazare waves can toss jet skis into the air like toys, rip off their seats, or shatter their plastic cladding. So, before Cosma ventures out onto the water, he straps down all the flaps and removes all the freestanding parts, such as the rearview mirrors. Quite aside from the rather unappetizing prospect of being crushed to death by a wave that weighs many tons, there is, annoyingly, the fact that it's difficult for him to steer the jet ski through whitewater when he's on his rescue missions. When a wave breaks, this surf location turns into a massive sea of foam. The whitewash is made of water and air, which means the jet ski propeller has trouble generating any propulsion in it. Cosma has to get the jet ski going with just the right amount of gas, or it won't move. It's like driving your car in the winter, he says. If you put your foot down too hard on an icy patch of road, the tires are going to spin. The difference in this case being that there's an avalanche rolling in behind Cosma's vehicle. He puts on his life jacket. A gas canister fills it with air as soon as he pulls the ripcord. Next, he straps on a belt with two flippers attached to it. The flippers are Cosma's last resort in a worst-case scenario where the jet ski capsizes, both he and the surfer end up in the water, and the wave tosses the vehicle in their direction. Should this happen... Cosma would put on the flippers and try to fight his way back to shore using sheer brawn alone. The jet ski pilot is remarkably cheerful for someone who is confronted with extreme danger with such regularity. He smiles a lot, constantly peppers his phrases with a chummy, yeah, brother, and likes to end his sentences with, yoo-hoo, an ebullient Portuguese cry of cheery enthusiasm. As Cosma explains, I just can't imagine a job that would be better than saving people's lives. 
let's go down to the pier. He discovered his love of speed before his first day at kindergarten. Cosma grew up in Lisbon and Santa Cruz, on Portugal's Atlantic coast. He was given his first mini motorbike when he was three, and first climbed onto a surfboard at 14. A vivacious kid who often took tumbles and would proudly show off his bruises to his mother, he quit a career path in engineering and took part in motocross and car races. At the same time, he began to take his friends out to the waves on a jet ski. But it was only in 2013 that Cosma brought together his passions for the ocean and motorsport in an extremely unspectacular way. It was a Google search that changed his life when he found a course for candidates to train up as rescue operators in big wave surfing. Cosma rose to the bait. I had hundreds of hours of jet ski experience on the Portuguese Atlantic coast, and I also had a good sense of timing and distance from my time in motorsport. He got through the course. Within a year, he was patrolling the waves off Nazare, which were already attracting the world's best big wave professionals. Cosma earned himself a reputation as one of the leading operators in the area by saving more than a dozen people and notching up two world records. In 2017, he took Brazil's Rodrigo Cocha out to the biggest wave anyone has ever surfed, 24.38 meters. On the same day, 36-year-old British surfer Andrew Cotton suffered a wipeout that smashed him into the sea floor, breaking his L2 vertebrae and leaving him helpless in the water. Months later, Cosma was on patrol as the second rescue operator when Maya Gabaera set a new female world record of 20.72 meters. Making life-or-death calls in milliseconds? Not many people have that skill set, says Cotton, who returned to surf Nazare again this year. Sergio does it numerous times on a daily basis. He's a surfer, but he's a more committed driver. He didn't come here as an expert, but in a period of five years, he's become one of the best guys out there and for not much reward. A surfer may get that wave, but the rider is an unsung hero. It's a thankless task, and quite mentally taxing. Sergio does this for passion, not ego or money. Cotton's faith in Cosma is such that he likens their relationship to a marriage. You trust him to rescue you, but also to pick the best waves. You want someone who can make the right decisions, has the commitment, everything you would choose in a wife or a husband. It can be quite an emotional relationship. I can offer my surfers the greatest possible level of safety in any type of wave, Cosma says. But in Nazare, There are situations where you might have to change even the best-made plans within a matter of seconds. 
The day Cosma almost died had started out with a sense of achievement. On January 4, 2017, he tugged Brazilian surfer Fabiano Tissot out to a deep gray, seven-meter-high wave. Tissot pulled off an elegant ride. He glided down the steep wall of the wave, out of the danger zone. Then he grabbed his rescue sled and gave the jet ski pilot the sign to come and get him. That's when everything began to go wrong. When I turned around to look for Fabiano, the whitewash had already swallowed him, Cosma recalls. He hit the throttle. The jet ski started to roll, veered to one side and tilted. Cosma was hurled into the sea. The raging wave launched the 300-kilogram jet ski straight towards him. Cosma got into a roll and was being tossed around like a ping-pong ball in a washing machine. The jet ski struck him on the head and chest. Just as he was about to black out, he pulled the ripcord on his life jacket and surfaced in a cloud of white water. I didn't know which way up I was. He didn't have time to get his bearings. The next wave was already looming, and within seconds it had crashed down upon him with all its force. Cosma tried to keep calm and drift in the ocean. Contrary to every instinct in situations like this, he managed to open his eyes underwater. He read the seafloor, sought a way out, and dragged himself ashore with pain in his chest and head. Ask Cosma how it's possible to survive such situations and he'll simply say, by staying calm. Yet that terse reply masks the discipline that allows big-wave surfers and jet-ski operators to maintain this vital mental attitude when they're pulled underwater by a huge wave and held there for several minutes. Surfers come up with a happy place, mentally stowed away for emergencies like these. Memories of a beautiful place or a happy experience that they can summon up on demand and which allow them to relax and so to survive. Cosma knows the technique, but as he was being tossed around by the waves that January 4th, his initial thought was, fuck. But then the training kicked in. He banished all thought of fear and panic from his brain. As a lifeguard and a student of yoga, he'd worked on the skill for years. The million-dollar question remains, how one summons up calm in situations that whip up the very opposite of tranquility in body and mind. The best way to learn is in small steps, Cosma explains. He practices daily. You should instantly do away with thoughts that are of no direct use in a difficult situation. 
Say you're in a traffic jam, or your boss is getting on your nerves. Of course, it's annoying, but from an objective point of view, anger isn't going to make the situation better. You're only wasting energy. Push the irritation away. My years of experience in the water may help me in a disaster, but when it comes to staying calm, I draw on the power of simple memories. So, you can start this kind of training straight away and with relative ease. That evening, Cosma does a few gentle circuits around the cliffs, home to Nazare's fortress and the Red Lighthouse, the vantage point for camera crews, TV reporters, and tourists on big wave days. Cosma gets back dripping wet. He smiles and shunts the jet ski onto his pickup trailer. A soaking wet guy who will never be as famous as the people he risks his life for, who earns enough to pay the rent on three garages and a house, and who is sometimes invited to dinner by a restaurant owner he knows because the poster of his world-record-breaking toe hangs on the wall there. So, what is it about his job that makes him happy? What is success? For a person such as Cosma. All my surfers sitting safe and sound in my garage in the evening, he replies. The definition of a good day. This article was taken from The Red Bulletin. Read more at theredbulletin.com.